welcome to Kitten Whiskers and Kanye, the podcast where we talk about the history of and take a not-too-deep look at our favorite things. My name is Audrey Stratton. I'm Carmen Thorley. And Christmas is coming! Yes. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Here's to put a penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got a penny, a half penny will do. If you haven't got a half penny, then God bless you. I love that song. That was you nice. Should, you should join in with me. You sing it in a round. Ready? Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Here's Christmas to put a penny. The goose is getting fat. I can't If you have a half penny. If you haven't got a half penny, then God bless you. Then God bless you. There you go. Try to sync that up. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Now, everybody. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Oh my gosh. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Here's to put a penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got a penny, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. That was wonderful. I am Thank filled you. to the brim with Christmas joy. <laughs> I just and, want a and, goose for Christmas, a Christmas goose. <laughs> uh, thank you, all of my Audrey clones, for doing that with me. Yeah, that was pretty great. It. I tried sing- I tried singing it along there, but then I just kind of messed it up. You know, I, I ruined it a little bit. I just leave it leave it to the Audrey clones for the rounds. I don't know if I can keep up. <laughs> No, that was pretty good, given that I think I've sung that, like, maybe two or three times at the bakery table. Right, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, that was, yeah, thank you for indulging me in that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not huge on Christmas music, but it's when it's sincere and simplistic, then it's, you know, uh, it's, it's a different story. <laughs> so, besides Christmas carols, <laughs> what makes you just full to the brim with Christmas joy? Well... I was at the mall today, and I don't usually go to the mall for anything but just a select few stores, and I'm really picky about my makeup over all things. I like it to be high quality. As you should Yeah, be. I think so. I think it's worth, yeah, I think it's worth the price if it's actually good quality. So I go to Bare Minerals at the mall, and I was walking around after, and I saw the little gift wrapping stations, and I've always really, I don't know if they're even voluntary or, or complimentary, I guess is the word, or if they get paid to do it, but I've always wanted to do that. Like, it might be a waste of my time, but I think it would be so fun to just wrap people's presents just for free. And just if I had a full, you know, full access to a ton of wrapping paper and bows and all that stuff, it just oh, yeah. would be so much fun. Because that's one of my favorite things is to wrap Christmas presents, even with the limited resources I have. Um, I like getting it's just really fun for me. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I spend money on exactly two Christmas things every year because, like, I love Christmas, but I tend to not go all out. And the first one is my Christmas tree decorations, mm-hmm. which this year is black and gold. Oh, yeah. And the second thing is my Christmas wrap, because it has to match my tree, first of all. <laughs> yeah, because the presents are going and, under the tree. That makes sense. Yeah. And I agree that I really love wrapping presents, yeah. too. It just has to be found... has to be high quality wrapping paper, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for it's sure. It's hard to find not stuff that's stuff that's not cheesy. Yeah, and gaudy, and yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Like, I. So I don't have a lot of kids in my family right now. Yeah. Um, I've got my nephew that's one years old, and 
you know, he doesn't really care about yeah. that sort of stuff right now. Not like, yet. he'd rather eat it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I don't like the cartoon Santas. I don't like the yeah. snowmen. Me neither. Like, holding hot chocolate mugs or anything like that. It's It's got to be classy. It's too cutesy. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and I thought for sure that I would be able to find some some classy stuff this year since I went for a black and gold color scheme. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it shouldn't have been that hard because I've seen like an overabundance of black stuff in the last few years. Yeah. And I don't know if like this year's stores just decided like, nope, we're done with that. Well, <laughs> what, I think it but... usually is like some color and gold and sometimes it's black and gold and sometimes it's trendy as like. I don't know anything else. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of really neutral earth tony things with gold. Mm, I don't know. I think it's yeah. really pretty, but it shouldn't be that hard to find black things in, you know, black decorations in the store. That's such a basic color, you know. <laughs> right, you'd think. You would think. So, uh this is going to be our potpourri episode for today. This is not just a uh, bit that we're starting yeah. out with. We are actually just kind of gonna go back and and do what we did a few episodes ago and talk about some of the small things that make us happy and honestly there's a lot of small things about christmas and winter that make me happy yeah, so me too. it's good timing yeah i have good timing to do this right before list. christmas <laughs> yes yeah so we're gonna i think we're just gonna do what we did last time and switch off take turns yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first audrey yeah uh sure i will absolutely go first uh so this is not winter related and actually it's not even like a a thing that most people notice or like at least think about mm-hmm. regularly but i've been thinking a lot about how i like it when you go to a fast food restaurant and they have like two ply napkins <laughs> or stronger cuz when you go to those restaurants that have like you know, tissue paper for napkins. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Oh, I hate that. That doesn't even work. And it feels like tissue paper that you're wiping your hands on. Yeah, it's it's just, it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. so I love it when I go to a restaurant and, like, you only need maybe one or two napkins. <laughs> like, max. You're like, this is one I know. This is a, this is a high-quality place. Oh, indeed. The <laughs> no, two-point napkins. fast food restaurant. So, yeah. not too high-quality. But, a, you but... know, above the basic, you know. Yeah. Basic standards. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not much to say there. I just wanted to throw that out because I've been to a couple of places lately where they've had higher quality yeah. napkins. It's just a small difference. Really? It, it's a small difference that just makes it overall just so much more satisfying yeah. to eat at those restaurants. Yeah. I've gotten accustomed. I, I don't know when the last time I was I ate at a fast food restaurant was. I've just gotten accustomed to going to drive throughs which are usually always just a bad experience. But, I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like lately there's just been a there's been a revamping of old branding and trying to just kind of be more current in, you know, image and stuff with all these restaurants. Like Wendy's, I feel like has completely changed their image and so has McDonald's and stuff. And they're, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool, but I'm also just like, I know what you guys really are. Like you're just, (laughs) you just feed my, you feed my basic needs. Just exactly bad food. Like right now. Yep. You may if have I classy want a burger <laughs> at one thirty in the morning. I know where to go. Yeah, you may have classy commercials and you know high quality looking menus and stuff, but I know you're just fast food. You're still fast food underneath it all. Indeed. Can't help it though. Which is a shame. Man, sometimes that craving mm-hmm. is just gotta have a burger and fries. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. 
Yeah, for a while there, I'd been all I wanted for like three months was just a really good gourmet hot dog, and J Dogs is the only oh. one that I can think of. Just I never, I could never find time to make my way over there, and it just persisted until I finally just gave in, and then it was fine. You know, I probably won't want another one for at least a week. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, like at least three or four weeks, maybe. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've I've been there where every once in a while I'm just like, I need a frosty. Oh yeah. I frosty. Oh, I ate a frosty today. Not just <laughs> not just any ice cream. It's gotta be a frosty. Yep, gotta be frosty. So it's been it's I, I uh, Michael and I have been doing a really good job lately with our meal plans and stuff like that and eating well. And we've been feeling the difference too, but this week has been really, really difficult for either of us to find the time or the energy to make meals for a few days, let alone, you know, like one day or for one day, let alone a few days. So it's been a, it's been a fast food week and it's been like embarrassingly bad, but I just, we, we spent like two hours cleaning the entire apartment and it was the most satisfying feeling. And that's my next favorite Mm. thing for some reason. I don't know why, but I love cleaning. I love it. I don't even care. I don't even care what kind of cleaning it is. It's just the very clear cut, you know, before and after thing is just very, very satisfying for me. Therapeutic yeah, almost. I, yeah, no, I get that. I I wish I was like that. I differ a little bit in that I have um, kind of moments where like I've got the cleaning bug. And so for the most part, I just want things to be tidy. But every once in a while, I'm just like, I want everything in its place Mm -hmm. and every place has to be clean and if it's not like that right now i'm I'm gonna gonna freak out (laughs) my mind i'm just gonna freak out yeah oh you know i understand that i do (laughs) it helps too and it's not harmful or anything you know that's it's a it's a good i want to say a good addiction i don't know if that's oxymoronic but like it is like I, i don't know if i feel like i'm going to be like needing a fix, it's going to be a better thing to need a cleaning fix than you know <laughs> any other kind. Oh yeah, yeah. I just gotta clean right I now. Mean, it's, it's productive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. And as long as you're not like OCD about it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I remember. Full steam ahead. So, in my family, every Saturday was our cleaning day, and um, like no, I mean everyone had to do it. I didn't have a big family, but everyone was a part of it. And my dad always emptied trash cans because. He was best at that or something. My mom would vacuum and do a billion other things because she was best at those. And then we were re- responsible for our rooms and our bathrooms. And I remember there was always a lot of drama cleaning the bathrooms with my sister because, you know, we were just young and stupid and we were sisters. So everything offended each other. And I just have these funny memories of cleaning with my sister that I'm just, I just have no idea what was wrong with us back then. <laughs> We just fought over the stupidest things, like how to clean something or organization of something. Cause she was really, she was really organized too. She was into that stuff as well. So we clashed a lot in that sense, but man, the Saturday morning cleaning drama was, it's a, it's a memory that's forever branded in my brain, <laughs> but we used to always listen to Phantom of the Opera while we did it. So there's a silver lining there. Oh, fine. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. Speaking of music, my next thing is I I really like being taken by surprise, like in the best way possible by something. So like the last example that I could think of is the song Father and Son by Cat Stevens, mm. which I'm not sure I had heard it before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 came out. Oh, I haven't seen but, that yet. Did they have like oops. a rock did they have like a rock theme again for their soundtrack? Kind it, of like a it wasn't quite folksy. so much rock. It was, it, yeah, it was a little bit more folksy, yeah. And the 
the song Father and Son is at the very end. I I won't go into too many details if you haven't seen it because it is kind of spoilery. And, yeah. You know, it's been less than a year, so people who are listening, you know, I will spare them the spoiler as well. But um, afterwards, uh, Nick had actually kind of made a comment about it about how it was like the best possible song choice that they could have made mm-hmm. for that particular scene. And I hadn't given it much thought. So I went back and I listened to it um, just, you know, on YouTube. And then when I saw the movie again, like I actually cried Aww. when the song started playing. Was like I had taken the time to listen to the lyrics and like understand what the song was about. And then when, yeah, that scene started going. I was just, like, so touched by how perfect it was. Yeah. It really was so perfect. Oh, that's sweet. And it's a good song on its own. So if you haven't listened to it, Father and Son by Cat Stevens. Yeah, Cat Stevens is great. Mm-hmm. Um, my dishwasher at one of my old jobs used to play it as, like, pump-up music for, I don't know how that works, but, you know, to each their own. But <laughs> he's like, sure. what are you listening to, man? I'm listening to Cat, Cat Stevens. I just really want to get this done, you know? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Just jamming out to Cat Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that, again, is like the most recent example that I can think of, but it can apply to other things as well. Like, I love being taken by surprise by like foods that maybe I've never eaten before. Yeah. And I find out like I really like them. Oh, yeah. Or like what? Somebody's like. So, um,. I had Brussels sprouts for the first time. Oh, yeah. I was going to make those for you this week. Okay. (laughs) I have to remember that. And I honestly thought they were going to taste like dirt because I had never had them before. And they're one of those like stereotypical foods that people are like, yeah, I don't like Brussels sprouts. That's stupid. I've got to give them a chance. I got a bag of steamable Brussels sprouts Mm -hmm. and they were fine. Um, And I actually had to have one of our coworkers eat them. And I was like, are these mediocre or are these good because <laughs> yeah. if these are good i don't think i really like them. well yeah but if they're mediocre i think i could really enjoy them quite a bit yeah and if you don't have context you never really you never know like if you've never had good brussels sprouts before you don't know if this is as good as they can get and so therefore you don't like them or you know if there's mm. if, it, if it could get better and you're just that experience you know right right yeah so I was, I'm glad that I was at work when I did that because then this coworker of ours was like, Meh, no, these are kind of mushy. You should definitely make some fresh Brussels sprouts. And I was like, okay, noted. <laughs> so I got some Brussels sprouts uh, today to saute or grill up at some point. Yeah, so the way I do it is I, yeah, you get them all oiled up with salt and pepper and some Italian spices and then you bake them for as long as you need. But the last two minutes of, you know, I don't know, 400 25 degrees at like 15 minutes the last two Mm -hmm. minutes you put it on broil so they get all crispy on the outside oh and it kind of it's like a little bit bitter but that's kind of really why I like it they're like mini pieces of cabbage and when I eat them I feel like a giant and it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) just like little cabbages that I'm just popping in my mouth hole it's awesome oh I love that um So I'll say one of my favorite things. So one of Michael's first birthday presents for me was a TV, a smart TV, which I really, I won't say needed because I don't think anyone ever needs a TV, but it was such a good present because I was in this, I was in this apartment with my friends, but I had a giant room to myself and that's just, you know, 
bad omen number one. Not bad omen, just like, <laughs> you know, the first reason why I'm going to have trouble sleeping at night. It's in a weird part of town, and that was number two. And then number three was mm. that it was really, really quiet as well, and I was used to living a little bit closer to, like, a lot of traffic and stuff. But So I used to put my TV on low, every like, very low every night just so I could have, like, a little sound and light as I went to sleep. And it was just probably such a waste of energy, but it made a really, really big difference. So we unearthed that TV, to like, a few days ago, and we set it up <laughs> in the office, and we've been, like, making camp in here with a heater and snacks and stuff, watching Seinfeld on this oh, TV fun. with these really, really cheap speakers. So it has, like, this really kind of grainy... I, I don't know. There's just something about... It's just, it's such a fun little part of the, the house now is being in the office with the heater and Seinfeld blaring on this really cheap, you know, sound system, <laughs> which is just very 90s too. It just adds to the aesthetic. But I, For yeah, sure. Seinfeld is one of my favorite shows and I'm just rediscovering it right now and it is very fruitful. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good to hear. I could never get into Seinfeld because to me it teeters on that line of like... It's a show about... shows. About terrible, terrible people. people. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's almost Arrested Development-esque in yeah. how silly it yeah, is. Yeah, but you but did, like, Arrested Development, but it, it had I a did. different element to it that, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel like the people in Arrested Development, the characters, I should say, in Arrested Development are too stupid to know that they're being terrible. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in Seinfeld... They should know better. They know, yeah, like, they know that they're being terrible, and they just don't care. Yeah, they choose to do it anyway, because it's yeah. their gain. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I learned, Michael told me that the character George, who was my favorite, besides Elaine, I guess, um, but he was based off of Larry David, the creator, and that's also an awesome show, but it is a, a terrible people show, whatever that show's called, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, man, and just knowing that... Costanza is a character that's based off of Larry David's life just adds a lot more context to his whole <laughs> to his yes. whole career <laughs> it's, oh man I think he's really really funny but it is a weird I don't know it is a weird show yeah yeah so I don't know maybe one day I'll I'll give it another shot mm-hmm. because I know like it's got to be really popular for a reason oh, yeah. and if it's still not my cup of tea eh, that's fine yeah. you know I'm not gonna try and ruin it for other people sure. Uh, but I also am going to ask that other people don't try to shove it down my throat. Exactly. Yeah, so. it kind of has a cult following. Which, okay, I learned that the word cult is short for culture. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't think I I don't think I ever verified it, but doesn't it make sense? Like, there's a cult, there's a cult surrounding for like Clockwork Orange or something. Like, yeah. doesn't it make sense that it's a culture following? Like. The culture yeah. of Clockwork Orange, and when it's a cult following, it kind of just takes over your life. I don't know. In fact, let me look that up right now because maybe that's maybe that's just simply not true. Hang on, huh? is cult short for culture? <laughs> <laughs> I know my keyboard is so loud. Cult, which shares an origin with culture and cultivate, comes from the Latin cultus, a noun with. Oh, that's so cool. I was right. Nice. I learned something new today. Da 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 da. Yay. <laughs> Not a day wasted if you learn, if you gain some knowledge. Uh, <laughs> I love it whenever I'm walking around my neighborhood and I can hear someone practicing an instrument. Oh, yeah. It is so sweet to me because, like, obviously it's nice to, like, go to concerts, uh, you know, in professional settings and, like, hear someone that's really, really good in an instrument play. Yeah. But there's something so 
magical to me when I'm walking around my neighborhood and I can like hear the sounds of practicing coming through people's windows. And it's really sad to me right now because like it's winter and everybody's windows are closed and so I can't hear that. But in the summer, like I live not too far from a Macy's grocery store. And I love just, like, walking to Macy's and getting an ice cream cone <laughs> and just kind of taking my time. And just strolling. And there's, yeah, and there's a couple of people in my neighborhood that have pianos and a person that has, like, a cello and, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, That's just so like nice. to stand for, like, five seconds and be like, you keep, you keep practicing. Do you? You keep, yeah, you keep that up. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and my parents' house, I live next door to a family that was just entirely musical. And they played saxophone and violin and piano and trumpet, and they sang. And it was awesome hearing them through. Like, we always kept our windows open, both of us, and we were next-door neighbors. It was so fun hearing all their music seep through. I mean, you'd be in the backyard just chilling, and this, like, piano music would come on. And it's Sunday, and it's, like, 70 degrees, and it's just so perfect. <laughs> yeah, I miss that a lot. I do not hear that where I live now. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's all right. So I, next thing on my list is my heated blanket. I love my heated blanket. And mm-hmm. I got it last year, no, two years ago for Christmas. And it just has changed my life. Because in the winter, especially when I tried to get to sleep, I would have to double layer everything, like three blankets, hood over the head just so I, you know, could keep my ears warm too. Because I had a room that shared a door that went outside And so it was just always cold. And then I got this heated blanket and it just was the most, oh, it was the most comforting thing in the world. And I was babysitting a cat at the time and it really enjoyed the heated blanket too, which made it bond with me, which was, (laughs) which was ideal, you know, snuggly cat. Anyway, I still have that. And I just broke it out for the season because it was freezing last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm noticing a theme here. First with your uh, heater in your office, and now I know I'm not really. Blanket. I'm not. Are you like, cold? Yes, my my. <laughs> I'm so cold, and I'm going to be cold until spring. <laughs> I have to do everything I can to retain my warmth. <laughs> it's winter. I know, and it hasn't even. Well, okay, I don't want to say it hasn't even been that cold, but it hasn't been wet yet. So, yeah, that's true. I'm, sorry. I'm just waiting for that, you know, and I'm yeah. I'm prepared and I have a good pair of boots and I didn't last year. So that's going to make a difference, too. Mm. It's it's going to yeah. be rough, though. You know, winters usually are. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I've been doubling up on socks this year. Mm-hmm. In years past, I've like just tried to pretend that one pair of socks will do it. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I usually end up like changing my socks or putting on my slippers as soon as I get home and this year like I'm just dropping all pretenses my feet are not going to stay that warm no I'm just wearing double socks every day now pretty much yeah that secret Santa that dropped off that mystery present at work they gave me these little mucklucks and they didn't they don't even come in like actual <laughs> shoe sizes it was a size large or a size medium and that yeah. just made me laugh because they're so squishy and malleable and I wear them uh-huh. all the time now so oh, secret Santa if so by good. some Chance, you listen to our podcast. Thank you for yeah. keeping my feet a little a little more warm this season. <laughs> and I do, I do also have to thank Carmen's Secret Santa because it made that day at work just so much more exciting. It was the mystery it was must so exciting. like it had to be solved. Oh, mm-hmm. it was so much fun, and we Audrey and I both ran out of the bakery at the same time trying to find someone like driving away, and it was um, not fruitful. But yeah. I don't know, the mystery remains. Yeah. 
You're good, whoever you are. You're good. Yeah, I ate all the candy and cookies in one sitting, so there's that. <laughs> I do have some lifesavers le- left, but you know. Yeah, uh, keeping with the, I guess, winter and Christmas theme, I know that I'm kind of bouncing back and forth from that, but I love giving presents so much. Yeah. And I also like it when people give me presents, obviously, oh, yeah. but like when they're just when so, they're just so, so good yeah yeah so my friend Lexi swung by the other day and gave me my Christmas present from her and I opened it right away because I was just like oh I want to know yeah. I just want to know and also you're so nice to me and also I am super tired and emotional just like all the time now yeah because so I need something to pick me up so much at the bakery this week yeah. and she gave me socks that have like little pixelated depictions of Miyazaki films on them. Oh, that's so I cute. Took a picture, I took a picture of them and I'll put them up on the Twitter. Yes, please do. But they're so freaking adorable. That's so There's cute. There's one for Howl's Moving Castle, one for Spirited Away, Kiki's Delivery Service, and My Neighbor Totoro. <gasps> and that's so I tender. Socks are always a welcome gift. Always, mm-hmm. always, always. Mm-hmm. I tend not to wear very uh, bright socks in the summer, but when winter comes and I know I'm wearing boots all the time, yeah, I'm just like, just <laughs> be free. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you wear your favorite pair of underwear and you're like, you're like nobody, nobody knows. knows. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> totally. Oh, I feel that on a very real level. Truly, <laughs> it's a little secret. Mm, it's my secret. It's my secret. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I I do really appreciate it when people just find that one thing that they're just like, oh, this is so perfect. Yeah. And so I'm really excited this year because there's a couple of presents that I'm going to be giving out that I'm just like, this is going to land. So for perf- sure, like, this is just going to stick the landing. No, that's exciting, and it almost. I mean, it feel it's. I wouldn't say it feels better or almost as good or whatever because it's like, I don't know. It feels really, really good though to give someone that someone's just like wow this is really cool actually you know and you mm-hmm. just feel this satisfaction I don't know it's awesome there are some people that are hard to shop for in that aspect because my dad really doesn't like things but he still likes the thought behind things so you have to there's this weird balance of what to get him for Christmas and I stress about it every year but I usually go I usually brainstorm with some siblings but yeah, I mean, it's just a matter, I think, of just listening throughout the year. I like keeping lists pretty early so that I don't have to stress out. Like, I failed to do this year, <laughs> and I'm still shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, but I, yeah, it's a really good feeling, and it's a lot of fun to put in just a little effort to personalize it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm excited. I, like... I freaking love Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sit there and people like hand me presents and I'll just kind of let them like sit on my lap while He's I like, watch everybody mm-hmm. else open. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, yeah, I'll, I'll get to mine in a second, but totally mom's opening her present right now. And I want to see her reaction. To totally. It. Yeah. We always try to take turns. I mean, not try to take turns cause no one's like lunging forward to open the next one, but we always try to take turns so that we can see each other open presents, but it usually ends up, we all do it at the same time and, you know, forget if someone opened, like, for example, I didn't watch my mom opening Michael's present up. And it was really funny because it was a coffee maker. 
Like it was that French <laughs> press thing. And, and it, she accidentally opened it up, but I wasn't paying attention because I was opening my own present up and she was just like, so thanks for this, but I'm probably like, it's really, can I make some like type other types of drinks in it? And I'm just like, oh, well, that's not for, that's not for you, but okay. All right. Michael, just pretend that you opened this yourself. Happy Christmas. <laughs> it was really funny. My dad was particularly like, what, what kind of present is this? <laughs> There's some coffee for your table. <laughs> you know, for the non-coffee drinkers. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun putting together yeah. presents. I've developed a recent liking to the color pink, which is really strange and weird to me because I've never been someone that enjoyed the color pink. But just recently, I've just, my eyes have been opened and it's just the best color the entire, in like the entire world. And it's the yes. really, the super hot pink and the rose gold kind of pink and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, it is soothing to my soul and I have no idea. It's like, it's just, it's so, it's such a universal kind of color and it just is kind of silly to me that it has a weird it has a weird reputation for being girly because it transcends that it's just such a cool color it is it's such a good color I am totally 100% with you there yeah because when I was I don't know like a teenager kind of like late teens to mid 20s I was just like no I don't really like pink that much like I feel like there's other colors that better express myself and then I came to realize like it's not you know whether or not I feel like it's a good expression of me it's just a good color and I need to accept that it is a good color so both my lock screen and my phone background actually are pink yeah I just changed my computer background yeah it's a very soothing color to look at and actually my laptop case if you can see it through all of the stickers that I have yeah. on my laptop case. <laughs> a lot of stickers. It's also pink. Like, and I, I'm not one of those people that's like, ah, oh, pink everything. Yeah. No, but, but it's just a good color. It is a really good color. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. I think my favorite is kind of like that dusty rose sort of. Oh, yeah, pink. for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. And I mean, I, I, I think I should wear more of it too, but it's more like decorational and art that I see that uses a lot of hot pink, like especially just kind of weird, abstract, modern kind of art. Whenever it uses hot pink, I'm always just like, yeah, you know, they've nailed it. Whatever, whatever it is that they're trying to do, <laughs> this color represents it perfectly. It's just awesome. I do need to invest in more pink clothing though. Michael bought me a pink sweater yeah. when we went to the Nordstrom rack or whatever it's called. And my favorite thing in the world and it kind of clashes with my hair but i'm okay with that <laughs> nah, it matches yeah i mean yeah there are different types of pink but i'm also just like there are two types of pink is better than one right yeah you're uh, layering the colors for sure i like That's to think what so. you're doing i have a few shirts that are pink but like two of them are undershirts that i use for layering and so i don't really actually have a very big pink wardrobe mm-hmm and I actually, it's weird because I feel like I have to go out of my way to find something pink. Yeah. And like the right kind of pink too, you know, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I, I'm picky about it. Me too. But it's still a good color. Yeah. No matter what color. shade. Just depends on, you know, if I'm putting it on my body right. or not. <laughs> right. Okay. So for some reason, like for no apparent reason, I'm reminded. So I was just putting together some gift bags for the, um, for the frosting department Mm -hmm. And so just going, just 
all of the stuff in there is like I, I asked you about the Target dollar section because I wanted to hit it up and just see all the cheap little fun things that I could put together for some Christmas bags or Christmas goodie bags for them. Yeah. And all of them are like these super, super girly, like really really gaudy kind of gifts like there's these chapsticks smuckers chapsticks that are christmas themed and then um little those you know those rubber wall stickers that you can put on your windows and they're like jelly stickers oh i got those and i got little (laughs) i got little like novelty post-it bookmark thingies and i am so excited and i gave them like candy canes and chocolate i'm so excited to give them to them because they're so cheesy but it just makes me so happy and i was putting them together with my mom and sister because they they really like gift wrapping too and they're good at it and it just oh man it made me really excited about it and there there's no there's no real reason why i bring that up i just am reminded of it and that i'm really excited to give them to them yeah well it is because there is a lot of stuff i feel like most of the stuff in that Target dollar section is aimed either towards little, little kids, mm-hmm. but, like, it doesn't matter how cheap the thing is. is they're going to like it. You know, aesthetically pleasing, they're going to love it. Mm-hmm. And then women who are like you and me and are like, Gotta oh, put some I together. Could, I could use these office supplies. Uh-huh. Seriously. <laughs> I think so. I'm a sucker for office supplies. Yeah. And that dollar spot. Yeah, and I don't use I don't use paper planners or paper. I'd like to get back into it because it's kind of nice to have a written down record of stuff rather than just all of it on my phone. But they had so mm-hmm. many planners for 2018 and agenda things and calendars, and I really wanted them. But I was just like, Am I really ever going to use it though? But it's so fun to be organized or to be prepared to be organized, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm really excited to give them those because that Target dollar section is just very fruitful. Um, but also that day on target, I was walking next to, um, a mom with her, a boy in her shopping cart. He was like two and a half or something. He was playing with his Superman and he dropped it on the ground and I bent down to pick it up and I gave it to him and he's like, Hey, thanks. And then I walk away and the mom starts walking in my direction and her son says, she's a good girl, mom. (laughs) (laughs) And then this mom was like, yeah, she is a good girl. But I was so happy. I felt like. Oh, it was a very enriching experience. Target just, oh man, it just gives and it gives. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I have to make sure not to go by myself because anytime I do, I either spend way too much money or I spend way too much time there convincing myself not to spend too much money. Yeah. And you have to negotiate what to get rid of. Or a money sink. Yep. It's such a great place. Just has everything. But yeah, they... They know their they know their target that target they know their target audience and they definitely play to that you know mm-hmm. so I've been I don't want to call this a favorite thing because I don't know if it's necessarily something that like is a favorite thing but it is a thing that I've been fascinated by lately which is all of the different ways that people are coming up with to dispose of bodies after people have died oh my and like. <laughs> I, I guess dispose is the wrong word, but, like, creative ways to use people's ashes, <laughs> yeah. you know? And there are some things that kind of, like, weird me out. Like, the diamond thing kind of weirds me out because, like... Yeah, it's a little <sighs> weird. It's a little... I don't yeah. want to say weird. It's just not my not my taste, I guess. Yeah. Like, who are you going to give that diamond to? Is there an expectation to wear it every yeah, day? Yeah, because that might not be what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And, like, 
are you guilting the person that you like give it to? Yeah. <laughs> Do you <laughs> to want like... them to just be wearing, like, just be thinking about this constantly if they're wearing this ring all the time? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So that I don't get, but I um, earlier this year I saw an article about a company in the UK that will press your ashes into a vinyl disc. Whoa. And that you can put, actually listen to? Yes. No. Way. It's twelve it's twelve minutes per side. And that is pretty interesting actually. I don't know why I, that yeah. doesn't particularly creep me out, but I think that would be so cool. You put all their favorite songs on there. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to do that, but I mean if one of my family members or friends decided to, I'd be like, sure, I'll keep this. I'll listen to this. I'll put it to good use. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I think the intent is like maybe make a recording before you die of like just really nice sentiments. Yeah. And maybe yeah, that's tell true. a little bit of your life story, but all I've been able to do is think about what songs would I put on. Oh, Twelve yeah. minutes per side, two sides. Let's say that each song averages about like what three minutes yeah you know so that's you know what four songs each eight songs total eight yeah Hmm. eight songs so what What? would go on these oh man (laughs) uh you have to have some cliche stuff like you know or maybe you don't have to maybe this is just me thinking you have to but the um dead or alive or highway to hell (laughs) a classic rock to open it up to really to really represent you know how who you were or at least who i was i guess that might be my first option and then i'd get serious with the other ones sure for some reason sweet dreams by eurythmics uh, (laughs) keeps popping up in my (laughs) my head that's awesome I'd like to go with some creepy stuff. Like, not actually creepy, but just kind of mysterious, weird stuff. You know? Uh-huh. Just kind of to set the mood and to remind them, you know, that, you know, death is around every corner. <laughs> oh, that's dark. <laughs> I don't... What would... Hmm, what would portray that, though? What would accurately portray that feeling? Any Michael Jackson, like, thriller might be a bit much, but I think, you know, that'd be pretty yeah. funny. The Adams Family theme? The Adams Family theme. <laughs> Let's just get the let's get the idea of the undead in their head, and so they can understand yeah. my true intentions. The monster you know, for mash. the afterlife, <laughs> the monster mash. <laughs> oh, it's awesome! Uh, some some heavy classical, you know, doomsday oh. sounding stuff. Oh my gosh! Yes, Beethoven's Fifth. I was mm. literally just thinking about that same thing. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah Epic and sure. dark. That would be awesome. That probably is a very, very long, a very long song. That would probably take up three-ish songs or something. Yeah. Worth it. You don't need much more past the first, like, two minutes, though, because that's what people remember Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think think I'd want to go for a lot of, like, really dark, heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, song six or seven, not at the very end, but, like, middle end-ish, I'd go for... um, Living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight. Oh my gosh, the SpongeBob song. <laughs> yes. That's almost creepier than the overtly creepy ones. And there's no reason why it's creepy. It just kind of is, you know. I think yeah, I think it would be the context as well. Just living like, in the sunlight, loving in what? the moonlight, <laughs> having a wonderful time. It just kind of leaves this unsettling. Like, did that just like? Are we supposed to not comment on that? 
because yeah. that was pretty weird. Well, because then it would it would immediately go back to the very somber stuff. Oh yeah, and then it's just like this idea, like did that really happen? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Or I'd want to leave like um, like a themed record, mm-hmm. uh, like do all color based songs. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? I'd want to do um, Brown Eyed Girl. Brown Eyed Girl, naturally, yes. And maybe the Men in Black theme song. <laughs> I like that too. That seems appropriate. And, and Yellow Submarine. Oh yes. And <laughs> Lady in Red. Lady <laughs> in Red. I freaking hate that song. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I do too. But I would. I would also put it. Like, with no context whatsoever. I wouldn't even leave a track listing. People right. would just play it and, and be like... It would be a very worthwhile mystery when they find out. They'd be like, oh my gosh, what was she trying to say? <laughs> colors. Something about colors. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, man. Realistically, though, I think it would just be, like, a lot of my favorite songs. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And not even songs that would be like, these represent me, but just, like the songs that I'd really like people to know that I liked when I was alive, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I love, um, I really like the song when the day met the night by panic at the disco. It's from their second album. It's a deeper cut. Mm -hmm. But when I first heard it, I was just like, this is such a sweet song. It's just about the moon meeting the sun in a garden and he falls in love with her. Oh, tender. It is. It's so good. And I think I seriously would put Sweet Dreams by Rhythmic Song. That's there, just though. a very catchy song. I don't know who it's doesn't so who doesn't get a little dancing itch when they hear that song, but they're just there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it is just oh, it's just something very primal about it. Stand by me, uh, but I want the Prince Royce cover. Oh not yeah, the original. Oh, absolutely. It's- yeah, um, there's this, so I don't, do you remember the band Third Eye Blind? Yes. So they didn't have, this wasn't one of their really, really big ones, but for ever since high school, when I was kind of a little angsty, one of my favorite songs of theirs, like, I'm not angsty anymore, that's kind of a lie, when I was even more angsty than I am now, <laughs> uh, they had a song called Motorcycle Drive-By that was just, I thought, one of the best, like, pieces of music ever to be created. And I started trying to write a, a short story slash maybe a novel about it, like the idea behind it and stuff. And it was just, man, that's just, that stayed my favorite song. I think that'd have to be the last one on there to, you know, mm-hmm. lead it out. Cause yeah, I'm not like super, that. I'm not super into that genre anymore, but I don't know, maybe it just has something to do with more timing, you know, in your life that you liked the song rather than the song itself, you know? Yeah. Because there will be yeah. songs that just take me way back. For sure. Uh, for me, one of those songs is Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Yes! It takes me back to when I was 10. and Wanted to be Britney? When I was just really trying to discover myself yeah. as a human being. <laughs> like, Britney's empowering. She's taking what's hers. I can get some inspiration <laughs> from her. Old, old school Britney. I actually heard the song Lucky the other day. Do you remember that one about, oh my gosh, that one, I always thought it was the most emotional story. And I was like, she's an actual artist telling real stories and stuff, you know, man, Brittany, it really got to me. I was actually talking about her the other day because the whole, the whole 
making fun of Britney's mental illness while she was just publicly kind of like losing her mind. That was so upsetting to me. Like just, you know, the stupid, the stupid YouTube meme, leave Britney alone was just kind of silly, but the sentiment was very true. Just, just leave her alone. (laughs) Hey, like this, that's one of my least favorite things. And I know this is a episode about our favorite things, but making a spectacle about people that I, celebrities that are special to me or that I care about, you know, that's crossing a line. (laughs) I, I agree. Yeah. For my last song, I think, hmm, I think I'm actually just going to leave it up to fate. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start Pandora on my phone here. Okay. And I'm going to hit shuffle and I'm going to have it on silence. And when we sign off today, uh-huh, you're going to play just, the next song. I'm just like the last, the song that's playing when we sign off, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be the last song. You know, I'm going to do the same thing. All right. And it's going to see what our last songs are. Yep. Oh man. (laughs) May the odds be ever in our favor. Huh? Oh, boo. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think we've got time for a couple more of our uh, favorite things. So see your go. Ooh, let me think. Okay. The next thing on my list is makeup. And for someone that doesn't wear really a lot of makeup anyway, it is kind of weird that it's one of my favorite things, but every now and then, like every few days, I'll get this, I'll get this itch to just make over my entire face for no reason. Like I'm not going anywhere. I'm not seeing anyone. I'm just like, I really want to read. I want to see if I still have this ability, you know, with all these weird little products to put them together and make my face look really just put together, you know? And I was cleaning out my makeup bag and realizing just how much makeup I have for someone that doesn't wear, wear it anymore. And I just can't get myself to get rid of it. Because it's so much fun. Yeah. That's actually... So I'm going to kind of sneak in one of my favorite things here, just kind of under... Okay, <laughs> radar. do it. Because I do love before and after pictures of people, like, before they do their makeup and then after. Yeah. And just, like, the different levels. Like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the YouTube tutorial levels of makeovers. Because sure. I feel like that's a little bit excessive. But Yeah, like, me too. To each their own, somebody, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And personally, like, yeah, that's not something that I'm super into yeah me i know neither. a lot of people are it is cool to see that like people are able to do that kind of stuff you know yes. i don't know if it's meant to be a this is an everyday kind of look i wonder if it's just like a another form of artistic expression maybe you know mm-hmm. yeah and that's how i try to look at it because it does take skill for sure for sure to like do makeup in in a way that just like completely changes your face shape for sure and again like that's not the look that I try to go for, but it still does take a lot of skill yeah, to just absolutely. be like, I'm going to give myself cheekbones when I don't have any visible <laughs> yeah. cheekbones. That is, a, that is a skill I really envy, actually. I wish it could yeah. be done in a shorter amount of time than it realistically takes. Mm-hmm. Or else I'd probably do it every day. Yeah. Yeah, but I love those before. And I I have to admit, sometimes I'll do before and after pictures for myself. Yeah, like me a selfie, too. Like, just what are your skills? <laughs> Let's... Yeah. Let's evaluate I, them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've never posted any of them before, but maybe I'll, uh, you should, you know, put, put some shame aside if you'll do it with me. Okay. And, uh, totally. We'll, I just, we'll I mean, it. I just got new makeup. I talked about it at the beginning. 
<laughs> Very exciting. Me too. Yeah, I love makeup too. Yeah. Uh, Except, I, you know. I have way too much. Yeah, I, I do too. But I, again, I can't get rid of it. But you know what I just cannot bring myself to wherever is lip gloss. I don't know. It just seems like not well, never worth the effort. Not, you're not 16 years old anymore. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I even think it, it's really even hard for me to wear lipstick. For, I, I unconsciously just put my hands and arms on my face all the time. And the risk involved with like destroying my clothes is just not worth, you know, wearing something that I'm going to be wiping off subconsciously anyway, you know? Yeah, I get that. It's so much fun when it stays on and when it looks good and when I'm not going to be eating anything or anything, you know, and it's a lot of fun. I just can never seem to get it right or to make, to keep it looking good. Yeah. And I, Man, I'm agreeing with you on like every single thing today. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. But I like I keep on looking at like lip liners and like making your lips actually look well defined and yeah. how you do kind of need lip liner for that. And I just can't like that's the one product that I can't get on board with, which stinks because I do have lipsticks and there's a few shades that I have that I just am in absolute love with. Yeah. And I'll put them on and they look fine. But there's always that little voice in the back of my head that's like, it would look better if you had lip liner. And I'm like, I yeah, know, it's just but I just can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, and it probably really does make a really big difference. But it's, oh, man, I don't know if I could spend, I don't know if I could spend time on it. If it's going to get ruined really easily, I find it harder to justify spending, spending a lot of time making it look good, you know? Yeah. Well, and then there's also, like, the opposite end of the spectrum where you get, like, the... 24 hour lipstick or yeah like lip sense stays on for forever, forever. truly which is <laughs> a good and a bad thing it is because on the one hand you're like okay cool like i don't have to worry about it for the rest you of the day and then you want. get to bed and like you've taken a shower and you've wiped all of your makeup off like i'm ready for and this you be look gone. at yourself in the mirror and it's like i still have bright red lips yeah that's nice and then it carries on to work the next day and you know you're wearing your ratty t-shirts and your tennis shoes and your hair up in a messy bun and then these beautiful red luscious lips. <laughs> and you're just like, listen, this no, this is leftover. I'm not trying. Yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> just, this is my life. Just own it, you know? <laughs> yeah, lip sense really does. And, you know, it's shocking. I guess not shockingly enough, but something that I was a pleasant surprise is Kylie Jenner's lip kits, which are so expensive and I, mm-hmm. I don't buy. I just tried someone's. Those, like, those are awesome, high quality. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it is more of a lip glossy kind of thing, though. But it is really nice lip gloss that kind of borders lipstick, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are really nice, too. Still not enough to convince me to ever wear it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I do have to say I really love the liquid matte lipstick. Yeah. I think that's actually the best invention for makeup in the last, you know, however long it's been. Ever since I started wearing some, I'm like, okay, yeah, this lasts long enough that I don't have to fuss about it. It doesn't mm-hmm. smudge very easily. It just is there. Yeah. And it's nice. Totally. So shout out, shout out to whoever invented the uh, liquid matte yeah. lipstick. You're the real, you're the real MVP. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I really enjoy finishing that one thing that I've been working on for forever. Yeah. That feeling that you get when you finish a project that you're just like, oh my gosh, I finally got it done. Yeah. I love that feeling so much. It's a good so feeling. Much. Did you just so, recently complete something? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so for me, it's a couple of things. The first thing is this year I wanted to read a Haruki Murakami book. And he writes these, like, absolutely gigantic books. And they're weird. They're, like, modern fantasy, like, not orcs and elves fantasy, but, like, there's definitely, like, some supernatural stuff going on. You know, or sci-fi or whatever you want to call it. And it's just a little bit off center is what it is. <laughs> I like that. So he does he does fiction like that and again they're really really long books. I tried to tackle 1Q84 not too long ago and I got a few pages in and I was like, "Oh, this is not the right time to start this." Oh, yeah. And then I read uh, Kafka on the Shore recently. Huh. And it's a little bit shorter, still pretty long. But I finally read it and I was just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I finally did this yeah. thing. Oh, just it's wanted, so fun. I just wanted to read a Murakami book. Yeah. That was all I wanted to and do. Now and now it's I an experience. Yeah, it. now it's an experience added to your list. You said, oh yeah, I've read him. And now you, you know, it's awesome. It is a really good feeling. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I do have an example of that too. It might sound like a silly one, but... Um, Minecraft is like one of my favorite games in the entire world and Mm -hmm. I'm starting to use it as a, I'm trying to have a lot of weird dreams in the winter for a lot of reasons, but I have a lot of really vivid, seemingly meaningful, meaningful dreams with these huge settings and vastness that I have started to try to replicate in Minecraft, like these little scenes or these buildings or these, (laughs) like, for example, I'm working on a project um, that's trying to represent a dream that was about a dungeon bakery, which was definitely inspired by the bakery that we work at. Yeah. <laughs> not like, you know, it has the, not like it's a dungeon or anything, but it was just a stress dream. And so I'm trying yeah. to build this huge, um, I'm trying to build this huge underground, like dungeon bakery with a huge flame oven on one side and stuff like that. And so as I'm completing these little, as I'm completing these little dreamscapes is what I'm calling them. Like every time one is done, I'm always like, okay, awesome. You know, now that dream is, I cannot ever think about it ever again because, you know, it's got its own little world here that it can be represented by. And, you know, the weirdness of it can be forgotten by me. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so good, though. It's so nice. I mean, and they're weird dreams. And a lot of them have messed me up quite a bit, you know. And so it's super therapeutic to be able to build it and then walk around in it like it's not scary anymore, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it sounds weird, but it's like one of my favorite things right now. And that's the that you know that those are the non-projects that I'm working on is my Minecraft stuff which sounds so nerdy but I don't even care I don't care oh no I I I really like it yeah it's a lot of fun it's it's the projects that like you don't have to owe to anybody no that are really satisfying to finish yeah like this is you don't owe it to anybody to do the Minecraft thing yeah yeah no one would care if I didn't yeah no one would care if I stopped midway but except for me you know I'd care and that's why I'm not going to stop because it's right. just for me. Right. Yeah, nobody's going to care if I read a Murakami book or not. Right. Nobody else is going to care if I finish my cookbook or not, which is actually another project I that care. I finished. Is <laughs> my recipe book. I care. I mean, I like, don't feel obligated to do it because of me, but I would, be, I, I would be so excited if you put together a cookbook. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll send you the Google Doc. Yay! Yeah. No, I mean, recipes. I did finish it. I I printed it off, and I put it in a binder, and I got some stickers to put on the cover. Oh, it's finished? 
It's finished. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. And I had been working on it for like months and months and months. That's so And I nice. think it's going to be like a a constant work in progress. Oh just yeah. Because, like, You're always finding I'll probably, stuff. Yeah. I'll probably like throw out recipes that I haven't used in a long time and I'll add new recipes yeah. and like, I want to do a dessert and baking and bread section. Oh yeah. Cause right now it's like pretty much only weeknight dinners, which is fine. Cause that's pretty much all I need recipes for. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like the, the sweets I think is going to be the next part that I tackle, but I have a physical book. That's and so it looks cool. nice. Yeah, that is so cool. <laughs> I'm really happy that is about a very it. that is a very actually really important thing to have completed because now you have a place where you can store your recipes instead of some being on Facebook and some being on Pinterest and then some being written down, you know. You can just have a place right. where they all are now. Yeah. Well, and my big thing is I wanted to format them all the same so it wasn't just like print it off of the website and then stick it in a page protector. Right. Like, yeah, no. totally. Like I want it to have a certain format like I want, for example, the words tablespoon and teaspoon spelled out completely, oh, yeah. not abbreviated. Tablespoon has a capital T, teaspoon has a lowercase t. Mm-hmm. Like, I know exactly what it is. Just the little, yeah, recipe. just the little details yeah. that would just make your life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So it's consistent. It looks good. It's in alphabetical order. Oh, that is so nice. I love alphabetizing things. I just alphabetized all of our movies and all of our books. And, you know, we don't have a lot to begin with, but doing it just makes everything that much cleaner, you know, which Mm -hmm. was kind of my, what I did today. I cleaned. (laughs) I went to go see a Star Wars today. Okay, so I'm hearing a lot of mixed things about it, and I don't care enough myself to go see it myself, so, or I don't care enough to see it myself, and neither does Michael, surprisingly. So Uh, tell me how it was. It was entertaining. Yeah? Yeah. I I hesitate to call it good because it is star wars and it's really pulpy and yeah like the point is to be entertaining which it does uh i don't know that i'm going to want to see it multiple times but i did enjoy it yeah Yeah. i've heard a lot of really really bad things about it which i don't i don't know i don't understand the context of any of the characters so i really just have no idea but yeah it's getting a lot of mixed reviews yeah it really is I think it would probably do better if it was about a half hour shorter. Yeah. It has a runtime of two and a half hours. Woof. And it really does, like... What is the trend with making it. just impossibly long movies? Like, why do they do that? I don't know. I don't like it. I just, like... I don't know. It's just tedious. <laughs> there's this. There's a movie out that I've been really wanting to see called Lady Bird. And it's won Uh all of these, you know, it got a huge score on Rotten Tomatoes and it's won all of these awards and stuff. And I really want to see it. And I hope it's the quality, you know, the kind of movie that realizes it doesn't have to be very long to tell the story it wants to tell, you know. So it's just really well paced and stuff like that. I'm really excited to see. It's like one of the only movies I've been excited to see for a while. You know, Star Wars just doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. Tell me how it is because I've been interested too. Yeah. Not interested enough to see it yet, but... <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I I kind of got the idea that it was playing in very select theaters because it's one of those kind of hoity-toit type movies. Um, but I can imagine there's enough there's enough theaters around here that it's got to be playing somewhere around here, especially if it's going to be yeah. one of those Oscar movies. I don't know. I just figure it's got to be... It's got to be playing in a lot of theaters if it's that good, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. And... You know, even if it's not now, if it gets nominated for an Academy Award, then you know it's going to be brought into um, 
definitely more. Oh yeah. Theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta meet that demand. <laughs> I want to see the fancy film. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, so apparently now Disney owns or Fox is owned by Disney, right? Is that right? Uh, I'm not super clear on the details. I because I, I heard that, and then Michael think... said that like forty percent of the movie industries in the in the country now are ran by Disney, and it just kind of I don't know. I guess Disney's not that bad. It just kind of seems like the end of unique movies, you know? Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that idea. And I like I said, I I'm not sure on the details. I think that the deal is on its way anyway. Right. Like I don't know if that deal's been closed or not, but. Um, it's it's definitely in the works yeah. if it hasn't already been closed. Fair enough. So, yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I've also heard that statistic. I don't know where that statistic is coming mm-hmm. from, but uh, I have also heard that. Yeah. And it's definitely, like, I don't know. It, it's it's going to be interesting yeah. to see. And I mean, I think that technically makes Anastasia a Disney princess now, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Everybody that wanted that for so long. Really, though. (laughs) Everyone that just got confused about that, too, now is, has, they're right now. Yeah. You know, she, she acts like one and she's, she looks like one and now she is one. Yay. (laughs) That was such a, that was a pretty good movie. I was going to say such a good movie, but I don't think I, I don't know. I don't think it was such a good movie, but it was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll do it for us this week. We're going to try and keep this episode nice and short. Uh, as we've alluded to a couple of times now, it's a busy week for us. We work at a bakery, and for everybody that thinks that they have the very unique family tradition of having cinnamon rolls for Christmas morning <laughs> breakfast, uh, you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you're, no. you're not unique. Everyone in Utah everybody. County. Everyone. Every single person. You know, which oh is which is nice and also just very, very stressful. <laughs> Yes. We understand that they're very delicious, but geez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're not complaining about the work. No. But matter of fact, it is very long days for us. Yeah. So we're going to try really hard to get our next episode up on time, but that may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be one of the more uh, involved episodes. Yep. So we may need a couple extra days to get that ready and for me to edit it together. Yeah. Yeah, we're we'll going to try our hardest and, and we'll keep our listeners updated yeah. if we do have to skip It'll it. be a really good one if we, I mean, we'll do it eventually no matter what, but it's going to be a really good one once we start, yeah. start it's, working on it. It's a, it's a surprise, but it's one we're really excited about. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, and also a reminder to leave reviews for us on iTunes. Yes. And also check us out on our social media. I run our Twitter at Kittens and Kanye. Yep. I run our Instagram at Kitten Whiskers and Kanye. Check us out. We like to interact with other people. Yeah. I, I don't want to say fans because <laughs> we're not a really big we, I don't feel yet, like I'm in a position to determine if they're fans yeah. or not. Like that person in New Jersey. Hi. You might. Rhode you Island. Know, Rhode, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you did it again. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Forgive me. Please keep listening. But, yeah. And we actually also, according to SoundCloud, have seven listeners in Wellsville, Utah. Wow. Or, uh, one person listening seven times. Who knows? <laughs> the first uh, one. Oh, no, hello. no. Both are pretty flattering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. 
Uh, and hello to whoever's listening in New York, New York. Oh, that's exciting. That is fun. And Los Angeles and Chicago. Wow, we're hitting up all the lots of yeah, all the meaningful ones. Big I'm just kidding. Cities. <laughs> yeah, that's really exciting. We're famous, Audrey. So- <laughs> How exciting! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Don't let it get to you. <laughs> uh, I'm 100% gonna let it get to yeah. me. Yeah. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to take absolute control over the podcast. I'm going to shut you out because yeah. I'm going to let it get to my head and it'll be the Audrey show. Don't split up the band. I mean, the pod, man. <laughs> we, I couldn't do it. We've shared this Carmen. vision together. Yeah, I couldn't do it without you either. <laughs> it's an us thing. Yeah. All right. So what is our last song on our uh, death disc? Mine is The Ocean by Led Zeppelin. Oh, I mean, okay, I'm not familiar with the actual song, but Led Zeppelin, like, you could do a lot worse, I think. (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's one of my really, really, okay, have you, you know that one awesome cover of the song, I like the way you work it, the No Diggity song? Yeah. There's this guy that does an awesome cover of it, and his name is Chet Faker, and he made a song with a techno electronic band called Flume, and it's called Sleepless, and that's the last song on my... (laughs) On my death disc is the oh, super techy song. The about title alone is very foreboding, though. While like... I'm in the deep sleep. <laughs> I love that. Well, thanks for joining us today. My name's Audrey Stratton. My name's Carmen Thorley. And this has been Kitten Whiskers and Kanye. Bye.